0: Thank you to Indeed for sponsoring my show. Attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours looking for candidates with the right skills. Start hiring now at Indeed.com slash happy. Offer good for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone.
1: I definitely worked my tootie off, my booty, like uh, nothing came easy to me. I definitely failed a thousand times and I'm still failing every day. But I do know the one sure thing is that when I trust myself or I feel like I'm doing something that makes me happy, it kind of leads off to other people versus like me trying to please someone else.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited you're here and tuning into this episode. If you are not on my daily text list yet, I would love to to be able to talk with you on there. I promise you, I am really here just to give you the motivation and inspiration that I feel like I need in my life. And it's all the things that I'm kind of thinking about or working on. And it's like my personal journal to myself and to you. And you guys, if you want to be on that list, all you have to do is text the word DAILY to 310 496 363. So it's the word daily to 310-496-8363. And you guys truly, I am obsessed with just thinking about different things that I can send you that would make you want to run through a wall in a good way. <laughs> that would make you want to reach your goals and remember that this is not easy, but it is so worth it. You guys, today on the podcast, I have Nicole Winhofer, and she is a world-renowned fitness artist, coach, and healer. And the reason that I wanted to have her on is because I wanted to talk with her about setting yourself apart and positioning yourself because she has worked with so many celebrities. I'm just going to name drop here for a minute. So she has worked with Kate Hudson, Stella McCartney, Shakira, Tracy Ellis Ross, Donna Karen, and Madonna. You guys, she has her own training system called the NW Method. She's done so many different things and had such a diverse background in the fitness arena. And it's a really great conversation just talking about how in the world. Did she even get the confidence to start training these people, to get in there and then position herself as a celebrity trainer for the differentiator? So if you guys are coaches, if you're in the fitness arena, this is a great conversation. It's a great conversation for anyone, but to really look at the work that she put in in order to do that. We talk about chakras. We talk about positioning. We talk about mindset. So you guys, let's dive in. Nicole, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Lori. It's great to be here. So you and I just got to have a brief chat of, all of, I feel like I just got like a a super brief life lesson. So I'm like very excited to dive in because you, I feel like, like myself, we have a somewhat similar background, but I feel like you've lived many lives and at the root of a lot of it has been just falling in love with yourself and movement and a healthy lifestyle. And I think that a lot of people listening I know that I have an audience of people who are coaches or health coaches or fitness coaches as well. And I think a great place to start is to kind of just tell me about how you got started with creating a method at all. I think some people are like, how do I even differentiate myself or create a method? So how did you create your method and what is it? Yeah.
1: So I started out in the industry of dance, grew up dancing from Castle Hill Bronx and I loved hip-hop and balancing ballet. I worked really hard. It was my escape. And just like in athletics and fitness, it really helped me feel strong. Music and movement is my art. And so I come from a performance background. So I started in theater on Broadway. And to maintain eight shows a week, two hours a day for prolonged periods of time is challenging on the body. So you're doing the same choreography, the same show, the same movements, repetitive movements. Some of the stages are raked, which means that they tilt at like three feet down. You're also in wow. six inch heels. You have wigs, you got heavy costumes. So the body is contorted in all of these really challenging positions. And I asked myself, how do I maintain balance? How do I maintain my strength? So I started to create these different exercises that allowed me to endure two and a half hour shows, to stay balanced to have symmetry in my body and I use my free body. So no weights because we were traveling all the time. Um, We needed to figure out short-term solutions to time and just our bodies. So repetition is really important to me and also like low impact and steady state cardio and always to music. So movement to music and it kept me in shape. And then I decided that I was going to continue that process throughout
0: my career. Okay. So it came out of a need, which I think is so great because all the things we teach and the things that are sustainable for us to teach is like it came from a need of our own and we feel so connected to it, which is why we can connect to our perfect client as well. So when you were creating this method, it was for you. Like you were thinking, I just need something that's for me. And then when you were doing it, were you like, okay, if I needed other people need it, like how did that transition? I needed to
1: keep myself in shape other people in the show got really interested and then I started teaching dance classes to the other cast members that started on 42nd Street which is a tap show it continued in Bombay Dreams which was on Broadway and then Wicked the show Wicked and then after I started like training some of the cast members and doing the training myself I wanted to delve out into the more commercial space of dance. So I started auditioning for dance jobs. I got to dance for Shakira. I went on tour with Shakira and learned that those are short jobs. So you rehearse, 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 rehearse. You do it once and you're done. And I was like, oh, I kind of like that. I kind of like doing one-off gigs. And then through the dance industry, I met different artists and I met different Grammy award-winning pop stars, actresses, just different artists in the field. And then I started working with artists. So I started to choreograph. I started to dance with and train people like Kate Hudson, Madonna, Stella McCartney, um, Donna Karen, Jessica Seinfeld, Maya, Nicki Minaj, doing the Super Bowl. And it really came out of a neat, it was just very organic. So just like you shared with me that you organically just started your business from a basement, which I think is so cool. I just like kept doing my thing and it organically kind of just spread. Mm -hmm. And so I think if any like your listeners are listening, like sometimes it's best to just make yourself like feel inspired or happy and then trust that people will follow you. And that's kind of what happened I definitely worked my tootie off, my booty, like uh, nothing came easy to me. I definitely failed a thousand times and I'm still failing every day. But I do know the one sure thing is that when I trust myself or I feel like I'm doing something that makes me happy, it kind of bleeds off to other
0: people versus like me trying to please someone else. Oh, I love that. Okay, so when you talk about, you know, you, you kept showing up in these different arenas that created opportunity for you. So mm-hmm. I want to get to the question of how did you posture yourself into the celebrity trainer. Cause I feel like when you're a trainer or into fitness, like I think that's kind of what everybody wishes for is like, ah, if I could just get that one client, it could cause that ripple effect. When I lived in LA, that's all I would hear too at, at the gyms is like, oh, they just, they want to train these celebrities, right? Cause it launches their business or doing anything that's credible for like getting any credible person in your business, whether you're listening and you are a trainer or coach or whatever that looks like kind of like so many people are looking for that one person that could really tip the scales for them except I love what you said about just putting yourself in those positions of you know taking the opportunities and making yourself happy but also working your ass off to be in <laughs> those positions in order to have those opportunities so I kind of want to know about the period when you realized Like you were, you know, going on those auditions, obviously for Shakira, which you had to first believe you were good enough to go (laughs) to like show up and do your best, even though you probably questioned yourself if you were good. So tell me about those moments about like, oh my God, I'm going to just keep putting myself in these positions, even though I'm not sure if they'll work. Like what was going on in your head?
1: Definitely practice and repetition. So you said if I had a doubt in my body or my mind, I knew that I was not going to win. And so I had to work really hard to convince myself that I was going to make it. And that took a lot because I'm a recovering perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So just practicing and then also everything's energy. So like I, when you popped on the screen, Lori, I felt your drive, your energy, your passion. And I was like, whoa, oh. like I feel it. And it's that. Energy that you generate, we all can generate in our bodies by belief, by passion, by like using our body, our energy, our mind, our soul, our passion. And it's keeping that alive. So, what makes me feel happy? What drives me? If I'm just doing something just for an end result, I'm not going to feel happy if it's not driving my
0: passion. Uh, okay. So, I know that because you're a human, I'm pretty sure we all go through periods of losing our energy. And sometimes it's multiple times a day. So what have you through the years kind of like learned about and to like create your own energy every single day to like re-motivate yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's constantly shifting. So I like dying to the past and waking up every day like a brand new person and developing daily habits that keep me happy and focused. So for example, every morning I need to journal because if I don't let my thoughts out, I can't let new things into my brain. So I journal, I have to do my own workout because I'm giving so much to people that I become a people pleaser to them, which is fine because I'm a service. And at the same time, if I don't work out or dance or run or do yoga and kind of become one with my thoughts and energy, I can lose myself. And then also knowing my priorities and what's important. I'm a recovering detail, what's important today? What are the three things that are important? Number one, sleep. Number two, quality. Number three, friends. That's today. Maybe tomorrow it's practicing or running or, you know, working on my p So I have developed that muscle to prioritize in order to be more focused and mm-hmm. remind myself that I need sleep and I need my health or else I don't have anything.
0: Oh, man. Okay. So when we're first starting our businesses... I found, so I want to hear your experience. I found in the beginning, I was like saying yes to everything and everyone like, oh, I just, I need the client. So I'm saying yes. (laughs) No, it's like during my workout or even though it's at an absurd time or even though they switched on me and I'm just like, well, I need them. So yes, yes, yes. And then I had, I learned very quickly what you said. Like I am not a good person. Like some people can like totally function without taking care of themselves. I'm not one of those people. I like turn into a giant shit show mess. So with that said, I had to learn really quickly that I had to say no, even to people who were like, I don't know, let's just say like maybe someone who was well-respected or a celebrity or whatever. And it's kind of like, you actually have to stand in that place of having the boundary for yourself in order to show up the best. And ultimately I found that those people end up respecting you. You lose some, you win some, and it all pans out. Can you tell me about that experience for you about learning like your boundaries and how to say no to people? And were you scared when you first said no? Absolutely, girl. I, just like you, I wouldn't have a business
1: or income if it weren't for my students, customers, clients. Like my business is dependent on people. So when I first started out, I was like you. Sure, yeah. What time do you need me? Sure, at night, at midnight, at three AM. Sure, I'll be there. No problem. Just like yeah. not sleep. Like provide, provide, provide. And I, it worked when I was in my mid twenties, and I was like, do, 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 do. right. and then I had to hit some like rock bottom points where my stress took over me. I'm drinking too many sugar free energy drinks <laughs> and not really listening to my own adrenals or my own hormones or my own system. So yeah. I learned through. A, losing my health, and then B, understanding what types of clients I want. What's the energy I want to create with people I choose to give my time to? So in learning how to say no, I first had to understand what I want to say yes to. And understanding what I want to welcome into my space allowed me to understand the energy I would receive from somebody who might not vibe with that energy. And how did I do that? messing up like a million gazillion times and being like, why does this repetitive pattern keep happening? Why do I keep attracting this into my life? Oh, I'm saying yes to it. So definitely not easy. As a dancer, don't use my voice much. Just learned how to use my voice and understanding that when I say no to someone, it's a yes to me, which was like the hardest thing to do. And understanding that I'm more important than anything Because if I'm not healthy or
0: happy, no one else around me will be healthy or happy. Oh, so good. So we were talking before this and you were kind of talking about creating from a place of anger or fear or frustration compared to creating from a place of love. And I think that that, you know, when you said that, you reminded me of just like I used to be motivated and driven from a place of anger or like being mad at myself or needing to prove something. And while it worked, it wasn't sustainable. And it was like really painful. Like I was in a daily battle with myself for hours and hours and hours a day. What is something when you say that just kind of like creating from those different places now, what for you did you have to heal and change? What was the narrative in your head that you had to change?
1: That I am responsible for my own happiness mm-hmm. and no one else is or no thing outside of me is. And so when I understood that I had to create my own happiness and it's not in the client or the job or the fame or the money or the other things I was addicted to, mm-hmm. then I realized that I didn't really need those other things. And if I was happy, they would just come to me naturally. And Mm -hmm. it took a really long time because I didn't really have personal self-worth or like a respect for myself because I kept putting my respect in other things outside of me. So Mm -hmm. definitely a daily practice still because, um, deservability was a big lesson I had to learn through my mess ups.
0: (laughs) So how did you create that relationship? You're obviously an achiever, and you know how to achieve and you know how to get the things that you want. But how have you created a relationship with staying motivated and achieving and being really goal oriented and also kind of that allowing and loving yourself? Like, what does that dance look like? Whoa, well, it's a really pretty dance
1: and you're in it. And <laughs> you're wearing awesome costumes. That dance is my barometer of my happiness level and joy and maybe sometimes it's like oh gosh my bank account looks pretty low i really want those chanels let me pick up some clients or maybe yeah. it's like oh these women are driving me fucking insane Please stop complaining okay i'm taking a five week vacation no phone call <laughs> yeah totally but it's like identifying the balance between freedom and structure in my schedule and understanding my needs for the day. And as women, I feel like our needs are always changing
0: a million percent. That is one thing that I have learned. And it's literally the podcast before this, we were talking about the same thing. Like it's not linear and your needs change. And it's literally, there's going to be some things that stick for long periods. And then some things that are like, what do I need right now? What do I need (laughs) today? And it, it, Like I used to be so in a box, I think you, I'm curious if you can relate because I find this with trainers, like we can be so trainers, dancers, business people in the fitness realm or in the wellness realm. We can be so like in a box and in our routine to a detriment, like where we don't allow Oh boy yeah. or fun or because we're just so like no this is what makes me happy and when I break this I'm not happy is there <laughs> <something>? <laughs> except you're like oh my god this actually isn't making me happy anymore <laughs> you have something that you're like okay yeah that either needs to change or I recently changed it that was like so a part of you that is now looking back no longer needed like a yeah recovery.
1: I mean, you said it so perfectly and I I was afraid to admit it, but it was like making everyone else happy, but myself Mm. and we are in the people business and I know how to get someone results in a fun, challenging way. And I know how to make you happy and how to make you get results. And after a while I was like, Whoa, what about me? And so when I flipped the switch, to, Oh, I want to sleep more, or I want to date more, or I want to spend more time with my family, or I want to just like sit in a tub and do nothing. When I started to take care of myself, the finding my identity in like my work kind of lessened. And the more I found an identity in myself, the more clients I attracted and the more abundance I attracted. So it's like this weird, again, dance. And like you said, it's not linear, And if I tune into myself and listen enough, if I shut off the overachiever, like the answers are there in my body versus like my head.
0: Okay. So I think we kind of answered this, but I want to ask it in another way because I want people to hear this question specifically. How did you set yourself apart from all of the other trainers out there to get the attention that you got? Because you got a lot of attention from, you know, people that are celebrities, people who want, I keep saying it over and over because that's kind of like what people want. They feel like that's going to be what tips the scales. And how do I get this person who could really move the needle for me or who's important to look at what I'm doing?
1: Yeah. I mean, nowadays with the internet and with YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all of these amazing tools, it's given everybody the ability to create whatever they want. And sometimes when somebody has too many options, they don't know what the heck to do. And sometimes having more tools creates more problems. (laughs) However, what it also creates is the ability to own yourself. And I think something I teach, not just to my clients or students or customers, but I train trainers on how to create their own business, their own brand, their own thing mm-hmm. is understanding yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you don't know why you exist or why you love yourself or why you'd celebrate yourself or what do you love about you? Mm-hmm. If you don't know that question, there's a lot more digging deep. One needs to do on themselves because it's that special je ne sais quoi that's going to attract others to them. And so, like, that's something I teach is like that inner sparkle. Like, what is that inner sparkle? And maybe it comes easier to me because of my dance background or theater or working with a lot of stars. But that's what I love to do is empower people to figure out their sparkle when they're not quite sure because they've been maybe tired or giving to other people or they don't know how
0: hey y'all i'm so excited to share with you that this podcast earn your happy is now a part of the growth day podcast network Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing, like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in and one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show you guys I just had Danielle canty on of the boss babe podcast she co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends Natalie Ellis you guys you can go check out that podcast on mine it's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up in your life, and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster, it makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone listen to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys guys go check out the boss babe podcast. You're not going to be sorry. And it's just going to like make you way smarter and you're going to have way more fun. So go check it out. Okay. You know, there's a fantastic person out there waiting to improve your business but you just need to find them. And that's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Are you also a little impatient like myself? Because Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. While you're utilizing the Indeed platform to post your jobs, find your candidates and conduct candidate assessments, you can also interview your candidates directly on Indeed using the virtual interviews feature. Indeed's virtual interview tool means there's nothing to download just click and talk. One of the coolest features that I love about Indeed are their virtual interviews. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. No need to download anything extra. All virtual interviews are conducted straight from your browser. The fact that Indeed is seriously a hub for all things associated with hiring just makes life so much easier. And as a small business, we don't have the budget for an HR manager. So it's nice to have Indeed help me through every step of the way. Indeed knows when you're Growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications from resumes in their database matching your job description. Visit indeed.com slash happy to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com/slash happy. Indeed.com slash happy. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Okay. So if I came to you right now and I was your client and I was like, I, like, I feel like I'm meant for more. i just feel lost in my life. Like, I don't even know what I'm good at or how to promote my business well anymore. Like, what are some of the questions that you would ask me to help me find my sparkle?
1: Yeah. I would ask you, what do you love to do? Who inspires you? Not just in fitness, but who out there, what artist? what musician, what Actress, athlete, okay. So maybe Michael Jordan inspires you, but why? Oh, because he was like number one and he practiced and he worked really hard. Okay, why does that inspire you? So it's just about understanding what you like. What is your taste? And when you establish that, because I love working with pop stars and artists before they're about to release an album or we're creating the scene for the Super Bowl, you know? It's like understanding what's the concept. What is it that lights you up? Do you love grapes? Do you love Japanese food? Do you love, like, what do you love? Because love and happiness is like infectious. And when you're happy and you're in love, people are like, ooh, I want that energy. And Lori, just like when you popped on, I was like, wow, she is fierce, hot, energetic, Super on it, super kind, super strong, like I want that I want to be around that, and it's because you exude that you know your je ne sais quoi so I think for trainers who don't know, not knowing is not
0: going to attract people to want to know more about you that is such a great way you guys write down all those questions literally go back and write them down and then answer them because there are so many keys in there and you know you had you gave me so many mental pictures during that, that is like so spot on to why I feel so much happier in my life now. Like I, I learned like, okay, I love being in front of people and speaking in front of people, which I had to work through a lot of anxiety to like, Get to that love. But with that said, I literally looked at how, you know, you said who inspires you. And I was thinking of all these different artists and people and pop artists. And I was like, okay, I love to speak in front of people. I'm not a singer, but I love Gwen Stefani and her style. And I get to like do things like pick out outfits that I speak on stage with. So I get, do you know what I'm saying? I get to like, we can take these things that inspire us. And even though it's not like I'm going to go perform on stage like Gwen Stefani, I can wear outfits that make me feel like Gwen Stefani and I can go up on stage and embody what I think she feels like while delivering a talk and also incorporating whatever the hell I want there sometimes I do (laughs) stage sometimes I you know whatever like I I just allow myself to be because I've asked myself some of the questions that you just asked so I love that because I think we put ourselves in a box you know like yeah. See this way. I'm a trainer. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I need to act this way and this way. And it's like, oh my God, you have to keep inspiring yourself over and over and over like yes. in ways. So I love that. I love talking to creatives because you do bring, like, you just mentioned so many creative things <laughs> that we can bring into our lives, you know? So I was looking at some of your stuff. And I know that you love to talk about chakras and do some teaching on chakras and bring that into your work. Can you, first of all, for anyone who's not super familiar, what are they and how do you incorporate it? I saw that chart. I was like, is that the chart? What are they and how do you incorporate it? Why is it important to you into your work?
1: Yeah, so I'm just holding up for the listeners. I'm just holding up a picture of a triangle. And on the bottom is red, up to orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink, and all the way up the spectrum, we have seven main chakras. And so we use our bodies, muscles, mass, and then we also use our minds. Like Lori said, like when she switched her mindset, she just nailed it on the wall or how strong our mind is. Then we have our heart, which is our emotions. And then we have our energy. Some people call it vibe or spirit or energy or what you exude. And I asked myself, how do I teach sparkles? How do I teach je ne sais quoi? How do I teach vibe when you feel something is off? And I dove into chakras in 2003 Michael Howard Conservatory, where I studied movement, Alexander Technique, Feldenkrais, animal work. Um, I got into cranial sacral work. And I found that through understanding energy, one can create more of that in their bodies. And when one creates more of that in their bodies, they create it in their life. So breaking it down, we have seven main chakras. And each body part corresponds to each chakra. So if Mm -hmm. you start at the bottom, we have the root chakra. And it's connected to our feet, our ankles, our knees, anything below the hips. Mm -hmm. And why that's important is that it's our roots, our territory. How are you with your family? How are you with your relationship with your friends, your money, your security, your career? And when these muscles feel tired or you tend to bloat in your thighs or you're not connected to your feet or you get foot pain or whatever, it means that something in your life is off. And this goes along with the Taoist philosophy of as within, so without, meaning what's going on inside your physical body is also manifesting in your life. So it's very Eastern philosophy, but I incorporate it into NW Method because it gives people a picture in their minds of how to take ownership of their body or their business and then take ownership of their life. So the next one is sacral chakra, and this is all about our creativity. And this is the most important chakra, especially for women, because this is right below the belly button, and by our crotch or our vijayes. I don't know if I can say that, but I just <laughs> did it. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> and this area is all around our reproductive organs where a woman gives birth, where a woman feels her pleasure, where a woman can also feel her shame or her unworthiness. And when this chakra is not balanced. We can attract negative relationships. We don't feel comfortable in celebrating our bodies. We feel ashamed after we have sex. So this chakra is all to do with our hips. I do a lot of rotational movements, plies, movements that open up our hips and flexibility and rotation. And it just goes all the way up. So through the one hour class, by the time you get to the end of it, we've peaked at our seventh chakra, which is in the stretch and the cool down. And if you can see on the chart, each chakra resonates at a Hertz. So people are like, Oh, this is so woo woo. I don't believe in this. This is weird. Now with metaphysics and quantum physics scientists, and there's data that you can actually measure frequency through Hertz. You can measure through electromagnetic radiation that people can emit a frequency. So each chakra is emitting a frequency. So 432, 480, 528, all the way up. And the chakras or the lower frequencies down here, which I didn't even put on the chart, we can vibrate lower. We can vibrate shame and fear and anger, which resonate very, very low on hertz and frequency. And that's why, Lori, when you when I saw you pop out on the screen, I was like, oh, my God, she's amazing and so powerful because you just exude health and strength and beauty. And you're resonating so high. And for somebody who might just hear your voice, you're helping so many people through energetically, just like being awesome and strong and just fierce and beautiful. And we need more of that energy in the world. So I hope that this chakra can create this kind of one, two, three step, how to be, feel like sparkles.
0: (laughs) Hmm, I love that so much. And I'm words of affirmation. So you're just making my day over here. Um, <laughs> I love it. I did not plan for her to come on and say such nice things, y'all, but I'm loving it. So when you talk about hurts, because now I have so many friends who like listen to certain music when they're writing that has certain hurts and like, you know, they work out <laughs> to different things. Can you tell me about like, if someone is like, Oh shit, I think I'm vibrating really low. Like I know that you had mentioned like some different movements and things like that. How can we get everything up to like where we just feel better? Like, do we, is, you know, is it through the workouts? Is it through listening to music? Is it through our mindset? Is it all of the things? How can we like kind of raise our... Yeah, I think the easiest step is to pick one song. I like
1: this Beethoven song that's like very dramatic. And, you know, it's just... Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I close my eyes and I practice mentally rehearsing a picture that I want to see in my life, whether that's, okay, I know right now I just ate a whole trail mix bag from Trader Joe's and Mm -hmm. I'm feeling that salt and that sweet. And Ooh, girl, I feel like total shit, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to play that music and change Mm -hmm. and hold a picture of what makes me feel good. What makes me feel happy? Because when I beat myself up overeating, that creates shame, guilt, fear, unworthiness. But if I say, Ooh, that was the perfect amount of yum, yum to get me in the gym, to sweat out my beautiful body. And I'm going to hold that picture, listening to Beethoven, you automatically just like switch off and Mm -hmm. using music to help guide you kind of shuts off our rational brain and get into our somatics, which is our body.
0: Oh, I love it. I have a friend who literally this girl just like she eats really beautiful food, meaning like such healthy food, yeah. Which she can eat, and she's just like, Look, this is like the perfect amount of food for me. <laughs> like, this is uh. like <laughs> a PF, and you totally have it mastered like <laughs> the mindset game, you know. And I definitely need work around that because everything I yeah. eat. I always do. Always. Like oh I just, God. yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's an eternal work in progress. Like I'll be really, really good for a long time. And then yeah, I just feel like the scales are always, I'm always, you know, in a different, okay, business is great, but now I need to pay attention to this or relationships are awesome. And now this is a little bit off, but which I'm good with. Like, I just feel like there, it's always this balancing game, but for me, just having this mindset, if I can just get to that place and like, I'm loving myself into it, but like of just more of that, more of what you mentioned, just like, this is so good for me. This is the perfect amount. This is all the things just because man, I travel like a freak right now. And it's, it's real. Uh, Well, also like you bring up a really good point,
1: which is truth. There's a difference between (laughs) denial and not accepting your truth. And if your truth is like, damn, I just like really went in there and I really just overate things that did not make me feel good. Like that resonance and acceptance is different than, oh, I can't believe I did that. I'm such a fat ass. I'm going to go like run on the treadmill. There's like a difference between
0: those two
1: places.
0: Okay. So here's the difference that I've noticed for me is when I'm traveling, I crave comfort. Like I just, you know, you arrive at the hotel or whatever, and maybe I'm alone and I'm not traveling with anyone. Maybe I have to go speak alone the next day or something. And so it's already a situation that you're nervous about, or you don't want to, maybe it's a time you didn't want to be away from home or whatever, you know, you have a lot of work on your plate and I'll get to the hotel and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm going to order some yummy, like food up to the room. And sometimes I eat the whole bread basket. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) like, I see that you did that (laughs) because you're like where it used to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like stop yourself. Now I'm like, Okay. okay. You were really uncomfortable. You were self-soothing. <laughs> That's okay. We're gonna get a workout in tomorrow. You're gonna drink a ton of water. And now, like, okay, you did that. Great. Good job. Do you feel better? No. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh,
1: well, let's you know, what?
0: I over. I,
1: I, I, this is like I'm flashing a picture to the listeners uh, of, of the little girl of me. This is me, she's little. So cute. Oh my god. And I hold this picture near to me. In the past, like year, I'm actually like sober now, three years and. I remind myself of like who this person is and like where she didn't get enough love and when she was mean to herself or who was mean to her. So I definitely resonate when you talked about, you know, going on tour and I was on tour with Madonna and traveling the world, access to private jets and the hotel and all of that. All the food you could want for free. <laughs> Surprise cake. Yes. And definitely had zero self-control and it was because I was feeling lonely because I felt tired because I wasn't understanding that I needed something else mm-hmm. and for me like I just hold this picture with me because it reminds me of like oh like I want to take care of this little girl that used to be so mean oh. so
0: <laughs> love that that is such a beautiful thing to do maybe I'll start doing that maybe I'll put a picture of me in my wallet and remember that is so sweet like that is such a great practice. That's beautiful. Mm. Mm, I love that so much. All right. So what is anything that's on your heart that you want people to know before we wrap up? Is there anything that you're just like, okay, I know there's a million things, but this one thing is coming through.
1: Just allowing, well, I'm learning how to allow myself to be myself Mm, Yeah. and how hard that is and how I have to constantly check in with my internal voice because I know how to put on the sparkles mm-hmm. and I know how to sell and I know how to do all these things. And just reconnecting with my internal self is like really challenging for me sometimes because I feel pressure to perform or like achieve or go get and help people and have all the answers and tell people how to do things. And sometimes I neglect like just breathing. Like I didn't, I don't think I breathe through your whole podcast as you mean. (laughs) Like I just forgot to breathe. (laughs) How you said you got over your anxiety and now you're like this incredible talker. I'm learning that like, yeah, just little things like our body tells us and how do I be myself and just remain true to myself.
0: So good. I'm so grateful to have you on. I love this conversation. I think it's going to help so many people because you were so willing to come on and just be real and vulnerable. And so you, you so embodied being yourself on this. So I'm so... You did what you came here to do. You did what you're trying to do without me even knowing that's what you're trying to do. So okay. I definitely felt that from start to finish, which is so awesome. So you guys, if you want to give our guest like the best gift ever, you can go give her a tag on her Instagram. I'm going to ask her handle in one minute and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. From this podcast, it's always so much fun for myself and the guests to be able to see what you took out of this conversation from us having a very open, real, raw conversation. So what is your Instagram handle?
1: It's my name at Nicole Winhofer,
0: N-I-C-O-L-E-W-I-N-H-O-F-F-E-R. Amazing. And I know that you have your NW method. If anybody's interested in doing that, where can they go?
1: To my Instagram. I'm starting a six week challenge on Thanksgiving, so you can sign up for my membership and always DM me. Um, I answer everything myself and yeah, ask me any questions because I I feel like I am where I am because I got the questions I was brave enough to ask answered. So I'm always willing to answer questions. And Lori, that was the first thing you did. Do you have any questions for me? Like,
0: hello, that was so awesome. Mm, Oh my gosh. Well, this was so much fun. I'm so grateful for you and you guys until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone.